I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey guys, it's Malls. Thanks so much for listening to Please Advise. Just a quick message before the show. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. It's super helpful for us and super helpful for you. You can also call 323-450-7408 to get your calls on the show. Again, 323-450-7408. Or email askpleaseadvise at gmail.com with your voice notes or emails. Thanks so much. episode 99 of please advise you guys asked for her so we brought her back it's jackie johnson hey girl hey i'm so happy please advise nation to be back i'm truly honored (laughs) honored with an h to be back they love you here and and i take that really i take that really it means a lot to me because i'm the least famous person that's ever been on this podcast like by far but america's favorite well there's definitely an interesting disconnect there you act like you didn't sell out bonnaroo that's true actually that's something we all need to remember is that i did perform at a sold out crowd at bonnaroo yeah no one can take that from me no one can ever Ever. take that from me. ever bonnie (laughs) (laughs) sold out bonnaroo we had to perform in like the gap tent and it was like sober which no one told me till we got there and i was rip shit i was like we're at Bonnaroo sober for three days? Like, who the fuck approved this? No. So where I left off in attitude, Jackie Johnson picked up, and she basically carried the, the show for three days. It was it was one of the best moments. Like, I fondly look back at Bonnaroo and remember those days. I mean, 
We were disgusting. I like I didn't like clean my body for four no. days. No. We and, lived in a trailer. And by the way, you were those are the nicest accommodations of Bonnaroo, but you were the only one that wanted to have fun with me during the day. Like we went and rode, oh, yeah, water, we slides, rode water slides, Ferris and wheels. We had so much fun. We didn't cheat ourselves of that experience no, at all. That's why it was so important. Like I never considered myself a festival person. I yeah. like central air. I like controlled environments. Yeah. I don't really like huge crowds. I don't like people that are really on drugs, like yeah. a huge amount of them. But we just, we had a great time, man. We definitely did. We became did. one with the Bonnaroo people. Yeah, it is Bonnaroo fam, like, is the truest type of Oh, it is so is. I'm so jealous of the couples that met at, like, one of the first Bonnaroos and now come back with their kids that they I now have. I love that have. experience. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, but I don't know. I've just, again, I'm just so scared of crowds full of people on drugs. You're about I'm to get married, girl. I am. In two, two weeks. weeks. Yes. You got your marriage license yesterday. Yes. How was two that? Weeks. It was so easy. I just did it all online. Mm-hmm. And then we went to the Beverly Hills Courthouse and walked right up and a very humorless Filipino woman helped us fill out our form. <laughs> and... <laughs> You could tell she sees a lot of shit every day and like, right? Because she wasn't like, oh my God, congratulations. She was just like, sign here, sign here, stamp here. Like, she didn't give a shit. She didn't give a shit. But it was great. I mean, I while we were leaving, I saw this like really beautiful couple, like with a photographer and flowers. You could tell they were doing the whole thing. courthouse thing. Yeah. And I cried a bunch because I'm a sap. But it's a really important. So you're legally married, but not in the eyes of God. Um, no, because we haven't filed the papers yet. Oh, okay. If we so, mailed them in today, then yes, we would be legally married. But we're waiting until the ceremony and then having our officiant, like, be the witness and all that crap. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, who's officiating your wedding? Uh, Ryan Stanger. Who's He's that? on Bangerang with okay. Adam, which is an improv team at Upright Citizens Brigade LA mm-hmm. on Friday nights. Um, with Lauren Lapkiss, Betsy Sadaro. It's got a great group of peeps on it. But yeah. Yeah, so he's marrying us. And why'd you pick him? Because he's one of the funniest people ever, and he has such an interesting <laughs> viewpoint on the world, and he's in a really amazing marriage. Okay. I didn't want any, like, divorce stinking at my bridal party. I didn't want any, like, you know what I mean? Because my parents have been divorced since I was seven. and Right. Adam's parents have been together for 43 years and yada yada, so I was, like, really selective about who I let around the you front wanted, of my wedding. I yeah. didn't want divorce stinking up my situation because I really don't want to get divorced. Jack, so. you kill me. <laughs> so how did you go about the act of picking your bridesmaids? <gasps> Um, if I could go back in time, I would do it differently, to be honest. Okay. Oh, shit. Um, just because... You know, you're not the only person I've heard say that about their wedding recently. I have another friend who, like, is literally consulting me about how to kick her best friend out of the wedding. Yeah. So I know that that's actually a common feeling, and thank you for vocalizing I just feel like if I could go back in time, I would simplify. It's nothing personal to anybody. I would just simplify everything because we got engaged in September and we're getting married in July. So it was a pretty short engagement. And it's like, literally we hit the tarmac at the airport. We got engaged in the Bahamas and I was like, okay, we have a meeting here. We're doing this. Cause I've been trying to get married for years. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I knew if he didn't propose to me on that trip, it would have been a cold flight home, honey. Yeah. There would have been frost on the windows of that plane. I know. I was like, I remember you left and I was like, this has to be it. I feel like we all knew. We all knew. We all had a, I had a sense of peace. Like yeah. I was like, it better happen. You were very zen going into because it. Because I talked to this psychic and like she told me like that it was going to happen and I really just put trust in her and the universe. And yeah. I, and also like we've been together five fucking years. Like, come on, motherfucker. Yeah. You know, like we talked about it, whatever. 
So I just wish I could have simplified. I've learned so much. Planning a party is so hard. Yeah. I, I say that to you out loud. But you really don't even understand what I mean. Uh, well, I saw like the latest drama you had was like the table situation, like the table yeah. seating. Did you, how did you overcome the, tables the trouble are fine. you were having? Basically, the, this is what's happening now. So they give you contracts and I just have never been a very thorough business-minded person in terms the of contracts and wording. The venue gives you contracts. Yes, okay. you, everybody. You have a contract with everyone. Every okay. vendor, everything at your wedding you had to buy or rent from somebody. They give you contracts, and it's so funny. Like now, two weeks out, you're you're deep, few G's. Everybody's got deposits. They go, "Oh, hey, um, did you want ice at the wedding?" And I write back, "I'm like, yeah, I want fucking ice. No. It's July in L.A. Yes." And they go, "Okay, so that's gonna be four hundred dollars. We're gonna add that on your invoice." And I go, hey, God, but that, that, but that. "Why are you just now bringing this up, motherfucker? Yeah. Why didn't you tell me that ice wasn't included back in October when I met with y'all?" You refer to the contract, right? And I go back to the contract. Guess what? It's in the contract. It says, "If there is no ice machine at the venue, you will need it supplied for an additional fee." So I blame my stepmom, to Honey, be honest. do you want me and Ed to just go out to a liquor store in Topanga right before no, the No, we already ordered it. It's okay, fine. But okay. I appreciate that. Do you know what I'm saying, though? Like- no, yeah, but that's the thing. If you want anything done, you just have to pay, and it's going to be like 5,000 times what you normally would pay to have it, right. you know, yourself. Yeah. And then, my mom but was a wedding planner or oh, an so event planner, so I do know some of the basic things, which is like, one third of all inv- invited guests won't even RSVP slash not come. I had to text a lot of people, but it's fine. You have to text I didn't me. mind. I'm I didn't so mind. Sorry. I, didn't I thought mind. I did RSVP. No, it's all good. It's fine. It's the website thing that yeah. confuses me right. with new weddings. I've had a, there's so many new ways for weddings. I had a friend get married last summer, and she sold tickets to her wedding, oh. and like in and the ticket got you your room for the night and your meal at the wedding, and it was in lieu of gifts or anything else. And I thought that was oh, a really interesting way to do that. Well, I want my motherfucking gifts. So. I know you do. <laughs> I want I my La Crusette pots, honey. <laughs> I'm collecting flame. If anyone out there likes La Crusette, you tweet me, honey. I think about this as I walk through my new house, and I'm like, oh look, I have this new glass cabinet. Yeah, That's you like, need some La Crusette. But you know what? Uh, no one's going to buy me that. And like, I, I need to figure out, like, you can't register for a housewarming party as a single woman. I don't think you can. But I think if word gets out and you have your housewarming party, I think people will rise. Guys. Because like those locker set salt and pepper shakers, they're not that much. Molly, Mom. I would chip in for a locker Yeah, I would too. Oh, yeah. And on our so, chip in, you want to get her a locker set? She needs to pick her color. She needs to pick her color. I do have a teal locker set <gasps> and I have a red one. That I got at Home Goods well, at a co- very good deal. So, do you want to do red and turk, or do you want to switch to one? Like we well, got. Well, everything in my life is red and turquoise, yeah. from the Please Advise logo to the Hello Giggles logo to my dog's bowls. Um, but what I really need is beautiful martini glasses and beautiful wine glasses. Well, Locker Set does not make those. <laughs> I can't register at Locker Set. <laughs> no. I've been perusing their catalog and I've not seen any wine glasses. For ceramic martini glasses. Even though that sounds really cute, huh? What if like a little rim, a colored rim? That'd be cute. You know, I think a mom is just going to have to drive her ass down to CB2 and make it happen for herself, just like everything else in life. But I don't know. I will say CB2 has really great drinkware. That's That's the one thing I would say about that. That's good to know. That is good. They have cute little plates too. But wait, so your registry was a delight to look through because you registered for what you needed. And most people that I know, it's like usually like, oh, it's this $900 vase. And I'm like, when are you ever going to use a $900 vase? I live a very simple life. You know, I, 
I have a two bedroom, one bath, no dishwasher, one parking spot. We don't have room. By the it way, would, two bedrooms is fancy for LA. Yeah. I just want people I to guess, know that. I guess that is true. It is kind of fancy. Well, the, the second bedroom is my Jackie O'Lash, my Jackie right. O'Lash's studio. Tax write off. Um, but, you know, yeah. I mean, I need some scrub daddies. I, that, that's what I was going to say. Some food for my Jackie dog. Jackie has registered for scrub daddies which is my favorite i well, like they're amazing i mean I, they are i i really feel like a psycho because all i do is talk about how good scrub daddies are but i'm not lying to you it's the most su- superior sponge on the market it easily is. you need to get like everyone needs to get on jackie's level because that is such a smart thing to register for like go through your registry if you don't have a fucking scrub daddy on there yeah how are you gonna clean your get the multi-pack. base get yes. the multi-pack three colors it'll last you at least a year, I think. I mean, I do dishes all the time, and mine last lasts like five months. Now, I did something that could it could have been a faux pas, and might even still be a faux pas. I I took Jackie and I said I have a, this distinct feeling that I need to get something that's off registry for you. Like I had found this thing, and I was like, this is, feels so Jackie to me. Um, and so I texted you if I could go off registry, and I'm still going to get you something from your honey fund. But was that okay? I could totally that have been a disaster. Of, I think it was totally okay, and here's why: because my registry was so lacking, I just was like, I don't know what to get. I don't have a house. I don't know things because my La Crusette pot was not on my registry. A friend of mine sent it to me and was like, I got this for my wedding, and I love it, and I know you will too. And now I'm like obsessed with La Crusette. You yeah. know what I mean? Like she was like, you need this, dummy. You have fucking scrub daddies and vegan dog food on your fucking registry. Maybe get a hint. Get some shit you that you're going to use. vegan dog food on your registry. Yeah, and no one's bought it for me yet. It's Chooch's <laughs> wedding, too. Yeah, okay. It's Chooch's wedding, too. So, is Chooch like the flower? Is she's Chooch, the Chooch, Chooch of Honor, and I'm walking her down the aisle. That's so she's going down the aisle with me and my dad. That's awesome. Who's holding Chooch during the ceremony? Um, I have it in the books that my mom is, but... We'll see where she ends up. Day of interpretation. Right. I just am afraid if she's going to try and get up on me and get dirt on my dress. I've literally had anxiety nightmares about that. Really? Yeah. Okay, so your dress is pink. Yes. Can we talk about Spoiler that? Spoiler alert. I mean, I feel like at this point, everyone knows. Adam knows. I he was going to wear a, a, a dress. The DVF. I n- saw it on your snaps. I have oh. another one. I'll show it to you before, but I was hesitant to wear it because... It's pink and white patterned, yeah, and like I have it me. so ingrained in me that like you no, can't even wear no, white. No, if it's part of that's a out the window because okay. I'm not wearing white. Okay, you know. So how did you find a pink wedding dress? Is it like a traditional wedding? No. Dress? So guys, I bought a dress because I am so bad at high pressure sales. Like if I, that's why like I can't buy anything for myself. I have to have somebody control the situation for me. When I bought my car, I literally walked in and he goes, "Well," and I go, "I'll take it." Like, I didn't even let him finish talking. Like, I'm just so bad. So I tried on this dress. I wanted something. I really wanted something recycled only because wedding dresses are such a fucking waste. Yeah. So much money. Yeah. I went to this consignment shop in Dallas and I tried on this dress and it was nothing like what I wanted. Yeah. And the woman was like, you can't take pictures. And I had a flight to catch back to LA. And she's like, if you want it, you have to buy it because somebody's going to buy it and like stress me out. And I've just said, okay, fine, I'll buy it. And I bought it knowing I would have to like DIY. I wanted to ombre it pink like Gwen Stefani's wedding dress because ever since Gwen Stefani got married, I said, girl, I'm doing that someday. And I was going to rebeat it and all this shit. And I had to get it altered first. And even after I got it altered, I didn't like the fit that much. So I just scrapped it. And it's still sitting in my closet. It was like $600 and it was such a waste of my money. Jessica Biel also had a pink wedding dress. Her dress was like pink as fuck. Because there's, uh, who else? Kaylee Kawoku had a pink wedding dress. Um, Divorced. 
But anyway, so she's not invited. That I'm was stinking like a, up my a wedding. hot six month wedding. Yeah, but that's yeah. what I mean. It's just like embarrassing. I, I've talked to people who got engaged and they said they knew it wasn't right mm. and they did it anyway. And I'm just like, I can't imagine because literally Adam proposing to me was the best moment of my life. It was the most affirming moment I've ever had because of all the human beings on this planet. I'm going to cry. <laughs> of all the human beings on this planet. What are the odds that the one you want to be with wants to be with you too? Aww, it's so Jackie. insane, Aww, right? So like, I love you. when yeah. they want to, when that, it was the best moment, and that's why like all this drama with this wedding, it it just it'll be worth it. It will be worth. I'm it. I'm telling myself that because right now we're at about ten thousand dollars an hour. Yeah, <laughs> that's how much it's costing. So hopefully it'll be worth it. It will be worth um, it, and you know what? This is just like the wedding is just breaking the seal and like your right. entire future together. Right. I mean, I. Of all the crap that's been happening with, like, my parents fighting, I had friends say they're not my friends anymore because I didn't ask them to be bridesmaids. I've had cousins, like, not speak to me because their kids couldn't come. Like, all this crap. We haven't had a single fight. We have nothing. Oh. Adam's calling me. It's my Blink-182 ringtone. Um, Anyway, we should probably get back to the pink wedding dress. Yeah. So, basically. I just think so beautiful. I'm so happy for you, Jack. I found it. Thank you. I found it on a whim, actually. Um, window shopping in the Shokes, Sherman Oaks, my favorite <laughs> L.A. suburb. Home of Shia LaBeouf. Home of the largest Ralphs in Southern California. Yeah. It's like my favorite place. And I just walked in. And it's not a bridal shop. It's like a dress shop. And that's my secret, guys. When you add the B word, the price goes up. Yeah. My dress is actually a prom dress. Which love you. goes with my whole teenage dream <laughs> wedding theme. Yes. Jackie, you should do like a frugal wedding so, website well, or honey, something. Well, honey, mine ain't frugal. Bonnie McKee, who's, who wrote yes. Teenage Dream, is singing Teenage Dream while you yes. walk down the aisle. Yes. Come on. Can I mean, we get better than this? That. No, that's amazing. And the other night I got really high on accident. Like I'm talking high to where I thought everybody was going to kill me. Like somebody was going to break into my house and kill me. Like really, really high. And I watched the OC pilot on Hulu and I just started sobbing because I was like inspired mm-hmm. by this teenage, like teenage story of love. And I just like wrote these vows and this whole story. And I'm still not sure if it's going to go in my vows or if I'm going to have the officiant read it or something. But basically just like, Long story short, I was a really late bloomer, as we all know. Um, I played The Sims while most girls were getting felt up. Like, I was, like, at home playing The Sims in high school. And I feel like I'm a late bloomer in life, and I've met my teenage, like, love. I just met him when I was 26 or whatever. I love you so much. I'm going to cry again. I don't know how I'm going to get down the aisle. I don't know how I'm going to get down the aisle, honey. I don't think anyone would blame you. And I think also you're supposed to take a Xanax today of your wedding. I know, but I've never taken one before. And I I was told don't do a dry run. Like, experiment with it first. Oh, yeah. We got to do a dry run for sure. I'm just so scared of pills. Are you guys writing your own vows? Oh, yeah. You're going to be a mess. Jackie's first round of vows were sim-based. Yeah. I had phrases in simlish. <laughs> and then I was like, you know, it is a big part of my life, but it's not that big of a part of my life. Like it's, I doubt any other simmers are in my crowd. So maybe I should make a little more universal. So I went with the OC, which oh more people God. have seen. I love you so much. Jackie, I don't think you need them, but did you bring three reasons why you're qualified to give advice on today's show? I mean, I, I can't recycle my old ones, right? I still get snaps, direct snaps from some of your fans that are like, you got, I got my life together. My bills are on auto pay. Because I said that. It's like, my life is together. Like, despite the fact that, like, I'm hemorrhaging money for this wedding. 
my, I got auto pay. Everything yeah. on auto pay, honey. You'll never, they'll never be calling me going, where are your money? Where are your bills? All that comes out automatically. Are you a Verizon customer? I'm not. I'm a T-Mobile. I say I'm Verizon, so they still send me texts when they say like, your automatic payment I, has I gone get that through. Too. Yeah. But for some reason, because I have poor person anxiety, when I get the text, I like first shit a brick and then I register that it's saying that my payment went through. But I first am like, oh, I owe $900 to Verizon yeah. again. My phone's going to get shut off and I'm going to have no way to contact my parents. I'm a Bank of America customer. Me too. Okay. So do you get the daily the daily um, email telling you your balance? Yeah. That changed everything for me because I used to overdraft all the time yeah. when I had no money. Ever since I turned that on, I've never overdrafted because you just always know you can see the balance. And you're like, okay, great. This check hasn't gone through yet or this and this. And it's like, that's really changed the game for what me. What also really helps is the you have $25 left email. Right. I love that you have Oof. $25 left email. I mean, I luckily haven't gotten that email in a long time. Well, I Praise do like God. a trickle down system. I mm -hmm. have to give myself a series of allowances. So yeah. I have the big allowance. Yeah. And then within the big allowance, I have a mini allowance. And I usually go over my mini allowance and dip into the big allowance. Um, by I get my allowance every Thursday. This is by my design. I yeah. get my allowance every Thursday. And I usually have to dip into my big allowance on Monday. So I blow all my money over the weekend. Yeah. Um, Which is something I do too. I just like, I'm like, yes, money, food, yeah. party. Like, yeah. I, it's so bad, but it's like, it used to be like, I would get my unemployment check and be like, I can go shopping. Thank God. Right. Like a totally inappropriate reaction to getting an unemployment <laughs> check. Um, but yeah, so then I have to a savings account at Bank of America that I pretend to save in that I really just transfer cash out of. And then I have... My accountants at City National Bank, and oh, they nice. hold my they. That's the money that pays my bills. Right. And then I have my retirement fund that I'm not allowed to touch or even check. Oh my God, on you're so I don't have any Morgan of that Stanley. shit. It's, I, but it's really not, and it's 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 just a series of traps. Right. What are your other two reasons? I mean, I'm in love and like really open right now. Mm -hmm. So like, I come from a tender place. Okay. So like, that's really helpful. And I'm really mature in terms of, like, I'm about to be a married woman. Yeah. You know? So, like, maturity. Yeah. I feel like my maturity is really helpful. Um, I can offer wisdom to any young hearts out there. Because, like, listen, I've been through it, you know? Like, for so my this guy I dated in high school, dated being the operative, like, maybe, I don't know. He pretty much dumped me because he wanted to have sex and I wasn't ready. Yeah. And then he started dating this sophomore who, like, everyone knew, like, slept with anyone yeah. kind of thing. Town bicycle. And I know, but I hate that because I, I hate, like, shaming her for her sexuality. Like, Especially looking as a in retrospect. Girl. Right. In retrospect, like, that. I would totally call her SLUT and, like, you know, but now I would never do that. Like, listen, she was living her life. I was living my life. But basically, he started seeing her and everyone was like, oh, she's just giving it up to him and he's about to graduate. And like, that's why he's going to her. It's like an easy thing. They're married. They've been married and have been together this whole time. Right. But like that crushed me. Of course. The fact that he like treated me. I like feeling sh ashamed of your morals. Right. And, like, like you're not good enough. It, it was just shitty. Like, I feel like all those teenage wounds affect all of your relationships forever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I can help. I'm so glad. And wait, you said one thing at your bridal shower that I was like, wait, what? Uh, I was like, what's your one piece of advice for brides out there? You were like, don't listen to anyone's advice. And I was like, except for please advise, right? Um, but oh I want to know why why you said that because I think that that's a 
this is one area in life where you really don't need other people's advice. Well, I think trust your vision. If you don't have a vision and you're open to ideas and stuff, then good. Listen to people, but just decide like one or two people. Yeah. Because basically like I would get an email like, oh my God, you should use this makeup artist. She's awesome. And then I would go to her Instagram. I'd snap a few pics and I'd send them to my bridesmaids. And I'd go, do you guys want to get this makeup artist? And this one would go, I don't like the way she does her eyeliner. I don't like her foundation. This is it. There's like every time I tried and decide something, everyone would give me their opinion and I would send them a dress option and Two would like it and two wouldn't. Or this person like this and this. And I'm just like, I can never make a decision if I keep listening to all these people. I have to do what I want to do. Are your bridesmaids all wearing the same dress? No, everyone's in a different dress, a different texture, a different color. That's it's, great. We're going for a kooky look. I like that. I hate cookie cutter bridesmaids. I do too. Like, and all have the same updo. Well, yeah, you know? no one hates it more than them. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah, uh, I let them decide. Okay, so we're going to take our phone calls. Jack, you ready? Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I know we got a couple that are especially for you. So, Oh, no. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Hey, malls. Christina. Uh, my name is Martha, and I'm calling because um, I needed some help with an issue I'm having. Um, I'm getting married in September. It's going to be an outdoor wedding, and I'm having trouble finding um, some wedding shoes. Um, the problem is that they need to be flats because my fiance is short um, and I'm not really finding anything that is wedding-like. Um, my dress isn't like a ball gown, but it's not like a flowy type that I can just wear like some simple sandals with. Um, they need to be like nice sandals um, or like nice flats. So, um, yeah, that's it. If you can um, help me with maybe like a brand. I know that you like to wear lots of flat smalls. So uh, maybe you can help out with this. Um, anyway, so thanks for that. Um, really enjoyed the pod and um, love listening to you guys. Okay, thanks. Bye. Okay, well, this is perfect for Jackie. I mean, malls, that was such a serendipitous call for me. Is Adam short? He's six feet. I'm 5'10". So you're really tall. So yeah. are you wearing heels? No, girl. I'm wearing flats. I was in the same boat. Also, just like, I would wear flats at my wedding because you have to be on your feet all fucking day yeah, in a big-ass dress. And absolutely. Like, absolutely. Flats are like barefoot. Basically. I cannot imagine walking down the like the aisle in Louboutins. I have a friend who wore Louboutins and half of her wedding pictures, she looks miserable. And people were like, oh, you're giving such sassy attitude. She goes, no, my feet fucking hurt. Yeah. She was like, I wore giant heels. No, you have enough emotionally and physically going right. on that day that you do not need to deal. I always pack like a little isotoner moment, like isotoner slippers for whenever I go to a wedding ever since I was a child. That's really because smart. Because my mother would do that for me. Okay. Just because she knew that like my feet would hurt. I don't wear heels like ever. I don't wear anything but like sneakers and And flats, I personally so. think it's very basic bitch to kick off your shoes and be barefoot. It's like we're Ugh. human beings. Not many things separate us from animals. One of them is that we wear shoes. Yeah. Keep your fucking shoes on. Another thing you said that I love that separates us from animals is that we put our carts back at the grocery store. We sure do. Yeah. That fucking drives me nuts. I hate it. Do that. I Ugh. hate it. People it's just like you're just so lazy. Let us down. People let us down. Or when they leave it in a parking spot. Oh, they will get their karma Fuck. in hell. <laughs> their <laughs> hell will be no spots. Them just looking for spots for hours and hours on end. Or they just like leave it just like if they had gone five feet further, it would have been in the little shopping I shame people. I shame oh, people. Yeah, me too. And I'm very non-confrontational. And I was like, that's not where that goes. <laughs> and this woman at the Costco parking lot was like, I, I just was gone. And I'm like, that's not where that goes. That goes over there. <laughs> I made her feel bad. You know where that goes. Yes, we're all adults. 
I want to be really clear with you girls. So you go, I'm on the realreal.com right now and I'm about to buy these up from under you. So sorry. Um, but there's a Mew Mew embellished sling black flat. Um, Mew Mew makes really well made embellished. They're an off brand of Prada. Um, really well embellished flats and shoes that look fancy and are fancy. These are satin. Uh, they're white. Um, these are 175. They are gently worn, um, but they're, yeah, an Italian 38, regular 8, 175. I'm an 8 too, girl. Um, I know. Should I, should I say these for you? No. So I got my wedding shoes on mod cloth. And the reason I got them on mod cloth is because I'm vegan and my whole wedding is vegan. And it was so hard to find shoes that are not made of leather. It's so difficult. So I just searched vegan shoes and mod cloth popped up. They have a ton of them. My flats are so cute. Wait, Jackie, you're a 5'10 and you're a size 8 in shoes? I know. It's very weird. I'm like two inches shorter than you and I'm a, like yeah, a 10, a 10 really and a half. Yeah, I have really tiny feet for my height, which is why I fall a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, mine are from mod cloth and they have them in white right now. They're white. And they have a little acrylic heart on the front. Perfect. And I, I don't, just based on her description, they would be super cute. But mine are pink, pale pink with a little pink heart. Uh-huh. But like they have them in white and they're on sale. We have, There's a Mod Cloth sale. I don't know when this podcast is going to come out, but like get on Mod Cloth, girl. They got flats for days. Yeah, Mod Cloth is great. Um, In terms of just like flats that you can always wear, um, I think Sam Edelman makes. A I was really gonna good say flat. Sam Edelman. They're so comfortable, but they're all leather. So. Yeah, they are. Are they are leather? I have like baby pink suede ones. I actually bought with Jackie's wedding in mind. Everything I've bought that's pink in the last six months has been like, hmm, maybe this is for Jackie's wedding. Um, and I now I'm like a pink person, which I've never been. Um, Repetto flats are just like notoriously really good flats. Um, I always think. Um, Cole Haan won't have wedding, wedding E ones, but it depends what your overall vibe is. A lot of times metallics are really easy to find this time of year. Um, maybe just be open to a different type of flat instead of like, I'm, my mind goes to ballet flats, but maybe you want like a, like a lace up sandal. I feel like if you go to any Nordstrom or Neiman Marcus and tell them what you need. They will help you find it. And if they don't have it at the actual store, if it's a it's a if it's a shoe salesman who's well acquainted enough with the line, which they should be, just look till you get that person. They'll be able to tell you other things they have in the line that aren't in store right now. Valentino makes if you want kind of like a rockery look. Valentino makes great flats that have a lot of studs on them, um, and they come in a lot of metallics. And you can't go wrong with metallics even through September. Um, and I would say that your wedding shoe is a shoe that you will have for a really long time. It will, it will mean a lot. I do believe in buying a wedding dress you can rewear. I do believe in buying a wedding shoe you can rewear. But I also think that you want to look really great on your wedding day and not feel like you skimped in inappropriate for areas. Sure. One of those areas being your feet. Right. In life, just don't buy cheap shoes. Yeah, I've learned that lesson the hard way. They just don't last. They don't last and they fuck your body up. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I was going to say Tom's also has a wedding collection. Oh, yeah. Good so to know. You might want to look at that. And they that. have a vegan tab. They do. They and do. they have vegan shoes in their wedding yep. collection. Yep. That's good to know. Yeah, so it's affordable and it does something good because I'm sure kids get shoes for that too. Yeah, that's great. Well, I think that, yeah, we've provided you with some options. I really, you know, I, I respect that your struggle is real. I think that the online thing is a good way to go. Definitely maybe eBay. Um, I've gotten like Manolos that were unworn on eBay for like $200. Tradesy. Tradesy's great. Yeah. Um, 
Depop is another place I've seen a lot of people I know posting their stuff. But um, and I found a woman in once you find this person, you never let them go. I found a woman with a shopping problem in Beverly Hills who has an eBay store and she is my exact size. And like she, I bought a pair of $3,000 boots from her for $300. Um, They were stolen out of my car in Palm Springs this year after two years of being together. And that really broke me. Um, but that, this, that's the kind of person who probably leaves their shopping cart in the middle of fucking parking lot. I know. I'm what like, an asshole. Oh, I hope you're fucking happy. I, sw- I was like, I was like, I swear to God, if this person isn't a size eight and they aren't rocking right. the fuck out they of probably these boots. toss them in the garbage when no, they were done. like, ew, shoes. Like, and I'm like, no, it was two brand new pairs of cowboy boots that I had just gotten in Texas. My $3,000 boots that I will never be able to get them again. And I hope they put them on and like walk and fall. I, do I don't want too. them to like get like really hurt, but like scuff up their face or something. Yeah, I have something really. I f- hope that they. Whenever I have like an enemy, I'm like, I just hope they forget to put on SPF in their twenties. I always <laughs> wish people. I don't because you know, like my old best friend that you used to yeah. know. I like don't wish her bad. I just am like, I wish she'd like gain fifty pounds, and no matter what she did, she can't get it off. Oh yeah. Don't you think that would be mm-hmm. really mean? Or like, I just wish she'd get like cystic acne that won't go away. Ooh shit, that's that a would good be one. really yeah. I was watching Doctor Pimple Popper last night. I, I love, love Doctor Pimple, Pimple Popper. Popper. Oh, it's so okay. soothing to me. <laughs> so I realized I like something. blackhead extraction. Oh, yeah, like my specific something about our generation that has never been. Uh, I guess vocalized in a way that I've seen in other generations is the concept of satisfaction and like the satisfying feeling you get when you see it's a, such a specific type a like delicious need that gets filled when you see like a really disgusting oh, zit get pop. I love it. I could watch it on loop. But if you like go and you search for satisfy or satisfy like satisf- satisfaction, satisfaction, thank you on Instagram, like you will find girls that have 300 colored pencils lined up in exact color formation, like, or girls that have like all of their nail, like just any sort of like satisfying visual thing is so big right now. Pimple popping being one of them. And I think that we're finally starting to pay attention. I want to go to her. She's in Upland. Is she? And I'm like, I want to make an appointment with her just to meet her and go to her. Because I've been, I saw last night, like a couple people getting their pimples popping. I'm like, that doesn't look Dr. Pimple Popper level. Like, how did they get in there? I don't have anything that gross. I saw this on an ear. No. She pulled out, like, it looked like a little black bean. Oh. But it came out of somebody's side of their ear, a full black bean. And I was just like, how was that in there? How was that? Whenever I get a facial, I'm like, can you please look in my ears and tell me if I have anything? Like, I make them study my ears. Oh, yeah. Because it can, it can, you get a lot of blackheads in there just because it's like a naturally sweaty, oily, and small. Right. If you're not diligent about cleaning your ears, you're, you probably got some fucked up ears. I clean my ears all the time once she found a blackhead and I like cried. I like cried. I was like, that was my biggest fear that I had a blackhead in my ear no one knew about. I have to rinse mine with like, um, antimicrobial soap because I have four piercings on each side. Yeah. And that shit stinks. Yeah. Piercings will stink if you don't want. It's disgusting. It's weird. Why do earrings smell so weird? It's like your skin cells get stuck in and there and kind of swish around because the first time I was like twirling my earring and I caught a whiff 
Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, that's fucking nasty. And I like, like looked it up. Or something. Yeah. It's the same thing with like why your belly button kind of smells if you're not washing it out on a regular basis. Oh, I totally Get in, that antimicrobial soap. I, I got it on eBay. It's, it's like medical soap. Folds in a small Ew. contained location. That's why it's bacteria. Don't say folds. Folds. Sweaty folds. We all have folds. Sweaty folds. want sweaty folds. Oh my God. Gross. Next People call. People are so nasty. <laughs> Hi, Mahals. Um, so I have a dilemma. Um, a year ago, um, I would I asked my internet friend to um make me something. She has like this little side business, um, making like um carpentry stuff. So I I bought something, sent her the money, no deal. And like a few months go by, and she's like, "Hey, yes, I'm really busy. I'll get back to you." Like, don't worry, I'll come. And so that went out for about six months. And then, and we just stopped talking about it. Like, you know, she had like all sorts of drama and stuff. And then, so, it's a year later, I want my shit. And I brought it up to her a week ago. And like, we always, not always talk, like we talk. We're casual internet friends, friends on like all the social media. We like each other's stuff comment to each other we'll have like private conversations because you know we've been friends internet friends for about five years now and anyways like i texted her a week ago i'm like hey you know like can i get my like you you good on my shit like it's almost here how's that going she hasn't responded to me and i know she's been online like she's posting things she's even liking my stuff so like it's weird if she's like totally dodging me like that so how do i like bring it back up i'm not a very confrontational person so how do i just like you know bring it up like like bitch i paid you like i know you've made it like you sent me progress pictures you should send a damn thing like how do i do that you know um just yes please advise thank you goodbye Okay, well, it depends on how you bought it from her. There's a couple ways you can handle this. You can – if you bought it through Etsy, you can text her and just say, hey, I'm still waiting for this thing. If I don't get it from you, if I don't get a shipment notification in the next week, I'm going to have to report you to Etsy. And Same with PayPal. Same with PayPal. PayPal, you can report and get your money back. So if you just say like – hey, like this sale never went through. I never got the goods or merchandise for this. Is that going to suck for her? Like, yes, but you shouldn't be worried about her feelings at this point. Like you should be worried about what it was that transgressed. It sounds like you – I have had a lot of quote-unquote friends through the internet myself over the years where it's like we don't see each other in real life, but we talk all the time and we feel like we're friends. But, um, you know, it sounds like at the end of the day, she doesn't have any real friendship loyalty to you um, because she wouldn't affect with your money and left you hanging. Um, you know, there's also a really good chance that there's something greater going on, like a mental health issue or something like that, that she can't explain to you because she's maybe not even aware of it. There could be something like that going on with her. But Simple terms, like I would forget about this girl as a friend and forget about ever receiving this woodwork. And if you want to get your money back or make a statement of some kind, you can report her to Etsy or PayPal or even call your bank and say that I was fraudulently charged for something that never came. 
I'm surprised that she let it go on for over a year. I get this Sounds 100%. Sounds like a pushover. I get yeah. this 100%. This exact thing has happened to me. Okay. Because I'm the same way. I'm very non-confrontational. One time I paid somebody up front for a service, and then he fucking iced me. And it was so annoying. I I got his number from people. Like, I did some detective work, which I kind of recommend doing as what well. What was this for? Like, a graphic design thing? It was like, I, um, I don't even kind of want to say. Basically, yeah. it, I, I hired someone to do a service for me. I paid them up front because they were a friend, quote unquote. And then they ended up just completely dropping the ball, lying to me, hiding from me. I got so confrontational. I was about to drive to their house and they live like an hour away. But I was like, if I have to show up like Neve and fucking Max style, I will. But I didn't, which is, again, I don't know how far this person lives from you. But, like, mm-hmm. I try and get people that you that know them and go behind their back and go, hey, do you know this person? Like, what's going on with them? They won't answer me about this if you need to do that. Exactly. Um, Feel that out. Because I guarantee you something's going on with her financially and she's embarrassed and she's hiding it or whatever. I guarantee you that's what it is. That's why there is no shame in getting trying to get your money back through PayPal, Etsy, Bank of America, whatever your bank is. You can try and get that money back. I yeah, remember gotta look back in the day yes. on the internet. Uh, someone who read my blog saw a jacket I had bought at the Goodwill and they emailed me and were like, I love that jacket. I want it for my daughter. Um, if you're willing to sell it, I can PayPal you 40 bucks. And I was like, okay, cool. So I did it. And then like, at the time I didn't have a car. I was working from home, like during post office, I, to go to the post office, I would have had to take a, a bus and I was working nine to five. So I, I was I was working during post office hours. And it took like a month and a half for me to even get like the package going. And at that point, like I started to get all these insane messages from her being like, you stole my money, like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, lady, like I wasn't even selling this jacket. You just PayPal'd me $40 and said like, I'd like that for my daughter. Like we never agreed about when I was going to ship this. I'm never like, I I haven't had the opportunity to go like take your $40 back. Like I wasn't, I wasn't really in a position to do this in the first place. And so and it doesn't sound like that's what your friend's situation is. It sounds like she's some sort of woodworker that's validly making stuff. But sometimes, like, human uh, conversation it doesn't it, – it's ignoring a lot of other elements in the situation. And if I could have gone back and done that differently, I would have said, like, hey, I'm not planning on this jacket. Why don't you pay me when I get it in the mail? Uh, it could take me a couple but months. But then what if that bitch never sent you the money? Right. When you trust people on the internet, right. this is the shit that goes down. This happened to me exactly. There was this Instagram account called Boo Boo's Boutique, and it was this tiny little chihuahua named Boo Boo, and it started following my dog and like would message me like, oh my God, your chooch looks just like my dog, and then she had all these dog outfits that she was making. And I was like, I want to order a Boo Boo outfit for chooch. Yeah. So I did. That bitch never sent it. Never, like, I sent her PayPal money and then was like, hey, my outfit never came. It's coming. I'm sorry. I got behind. Like, all these excuses. Finally, I just called PayPal and got my money back. Yeah. And I was going to, like, publicly shame her on Facebook and Instagram and be like, don't order from this con artist. Yeah. Because imagine how many other people she ripped off posting all these pictures of boo-boo in her overalls and shit. How many followers does she have? Tons? No, it was still a pretty up-and-coming business. I got it on the ground floor That's of Boo Boo's Boutique. That's big of you to not, not tear down an upcoming business Right, woman. but you know what, Boo Boo, fuck you. Because you don't play me like a fool. I'm a grown-ass woman. No, exactly. And I got that money back from PayPal. It's really easy. 
Boo Boo fucked with the wrong bitch. Hell yeah. Don't fuck with Jackie Johnson and Chooch. Yeah, Christina and I were like kind of dying about how frugal you are the other day. We were like loving that you always are like so put together and have your thing going. And I'm like, Jackie, I love your outfit. You're like, thanks. It costs $2. I'm like, how do you always have the yeah. best outfits? Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm not at a place in my life where I can justify like extravagant purchases for clothes and money, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, like the whole Kylie lip kit thing. Yeah. You know, this Refinery29 article was like, don't buy Kylie's $40 lip kits. Instead, buy these Color other club, flavors yeah. or whatever. And but so I, I try to buy But you always carry them off with confidence, too. So, well, yeah. like, like, anything can look That's great what style as is. long as you have Style isn't in expensive clothes. It's just feeling good in what you have on and feeling confident in what you have on. Yeah. Confidence is never goes out of style, honey. No, it doesn't. Yes. And, but the other thing, too, is that the, another person doesn't have confidence to know they look fucking sick in a dress right. they got for $3. Like, you know you look good. Right. And you're like, hey, bonus surprise, this costs $3. Exactly. Nobody knows how much your stuff costs. There, there people, are things that look people like People can guesstimate. Garbage. You know, know what I mean? Well, like, if you're wearing, like, a dress that you can clearly tell it's, like, some brand, you can Google and see how much they paid for it, you know? But I don't really have any, not very many high-end Designer clothes, I don't. No, but it doesn't matter. You look fucking awesome every time. And I'm getting married in a prom dress. No. So. I had so many designer clothes. I talked about this the other day. My friend Courtney, who I bought my house from when she was a model before she won The Bachelor, uh, she said, like, you know, she wasn't used to making money. And, like, her entire career existed in Louis Vuitton speedy bags in her closet. And, like, that was very similar to what I went through on Two Broke Girls, where it's, like, I just had, like, the bomb designer clothes. I had every designer sunglass or bag you could ever want. And don't get it twisted. If I ever hit the jackpot, all that money's going to clothes, honey. So don't get it twisted. But then when I'm I did it. hit, like, a metaphorical jackpot when Hello Giggles randomly sold, like, I stripped my closet of anything patterned, anything crazy, like, unless it was a cotton T-shirt. Like, everything I own is black cotton or, like, business wear. And keep it so straightforward now. I did I that too. Feel like- a uniform wardrobe. Yeah. I wear I wear like V-neck plain tissue tees from J. Crew and like black J brand jeans every day now. That's yeah. like my thing. It's very it's good to have a uniform and I want to get better about that. I want to go even more hardcore on it because um, it's just like Steve Jobs level where you're just wearing no, like a black I can never do that. And some dad jeans. I and mean, some I would love a Steve. Jo- I would love to do that. But as a, I bet like there's parts of my personality that just need to speak out in different ways in some ways of its clothing. But like I would like it if I could get my wardrobe down to like 10 T-shirts, four pairs of pants. Yeah, but you have to keep some of those dresses. like classic malls, cool vintage dresses and cool stuff. I mean, you got the bod for it. My mom has me doing that. My mom has me like not throwing away my favorite vintage dresses because she was like, there's that blue and white one I wore in like every picture for years. My mom's like, you're not You had to that throw on when away. I met you. I did. Yep. Yeah. And, and when I'm you not walked to in, throw away. When you walked in, I go, oh my God, I love her dress. <laughs> yeah, girl. I mean, kind of sailor chic. Yeah. Yeah, I know exactly what you're referring that to. That was my- You had that on when I met you. That was my dress. In like 2000. Eight, yeah, seven? it was 2008, 2007 yeah. or 8. I mean, that was crazy. Yeah, actually, actually it was because I remember you guys moved here and were in comedy and you had met while Der- or while Eric and I were broken up for six months. Yeah. And, and yeah. then Eric and Billy left <laughs> Did they? They like made out. You're going to have to bleep. They never had sex. You're going to have to bleep out her name. Okay. But yeah. Because I said she- I wanted to get cystic acne for life. <laughs> 
so someone you want to get cystic acne for life and my ex hooked up. I really don't. I'm just saying if I if I was going to be vindictive, like that's what I would curse somebody with. Yeah. I would not, be like, I wish you would gain five, 50 pounds you can't lose. No matter what you do. Like imagine trying to do everything, every diet, working out, doing everything and it won't go away. Yeah. Like what so satisfaction so to have that. And it and poorly placed at that. Right. It should oh, be poorly yeah, of placed. Course. You can't have gigantic Saddle bags. Yeah. Yes. Hey, Molly. My name is Hannah, and I'm from Charlotte. And I've listened to Please Advise a few times, which got me to following you on your Snapchat, and I love it and love you. Um, so what I've been noticing on your Snapchat sometimes is you are wearing sunscreen that you always say needs to set in. And I have that same problem. I'm obsessed with wearing zinc sunscreen on my face, and I've bought all different kinds and spent a fortune. So can you please expand upon what kinds you wear and if it really does, in fact, ever really settle in? Because I cannot find any good brands. I did find one good brand called Neocutis, and my boyfriend got mad at me when I bought it because apparently... It contains the skin cells of aborted baby fetuses, which that doesn't really bother me because it blended in pretty good. But I am looking for a nice alternative. So if you could tell me about that, I would appreciate it. Also, I just want to tell you, I listened to your episode with you and your friend about Southern Charm. I'm also obsessed with Southern Charm. And I have a theory that I think Landon has been overplaying this relationship thing with Shep to cover up the Thomas thing. That's what I think. I mean, I guess we'll see on this reunion what the big deal is going to be, but that's just kind of my little theory. And I have another theory that Cameron, she's so little and pretty, and I've loved her up till this season, but I think there's no way she can eat like that and be that little. I think there's something more to her that we just don't know about. Anyway, um, I like listening to your stuff and following your snaps. Have a good day. Hey, okay. So um, I just want to say off the top, it's almost impossible that there's aborted baby fetuses in your SPF. And that sounds like... It's not. I have a I have an eye cream that has um, baby their baby dicks that they cut Four off. Foreskin, but Four that's skins. not. But they don't sell aborted fetuses to a lotion company. Well, right. she said skin cells, not it's like human growth hormones. Right? She said skin cells of aborted fetuses. Okay, but if when they, they if okay they I believe they sell or donate skin cells to research. They do not sell it. This is why Planned Parenthoods get shot up because people have bad information about this. Planned Parenthood, most abortion clinics, they cannot sell body parts for money. They would never they profit off donate of donate yeah. them. They can break Ooh. even by selling them for research. They do not profit off of selling aborted fetuses to lotion companies. And like, I'm really glad that you said that. Because it upsets me to think that anyone who's listening to this could even think that. Like, 
We're not propagating that here on Please Advise. No one fucking puts aborted fetuses from Planned Parenthood in lotion. Like, that is Gross. just wrong. That's wrong. <laughs> but what about baby, baby dick? Um, uh, oh, yeah. The foreskins for sure. But yeah. that's a completely different process. It's a very normalized. I have an eye cream that's amazing. Yeah. It has baby dick foreskins in it. Uh, you, showed, you showed it to me. And foreskin has been used for a long time in makeup. But it's, I, I really want to be clear on this. Like, if there are aborted fetuses that are being used in lotion, they are not generating from America. This is not abortion culture in America. This is not how it works. Like, I just, it really upsets me to think that, especially knowing that you're in the South, it really upsets me to think that people there would even think that there's aborted babies going into lotion. That really, really, really bothers me. So, no. So let's shut down that shut right that. now. I'm, I'm so upset about it. I don't know if I can move on from it. Uh, the sunscreen I use every day, I bought in a gallon size because it's I need it. Um, it's by a company called SPF RX, uh, your prescription for sunscreen naturally. Broad spectrum protection, mineral sunscreen. It has zinc oxide and titanium dioxide, SPF 50. I also use Neutrogena liquid sheer liquid sunscreen, broad spectrum, SPF 70. Um, it has helioplex in it. Um, uh, to answer your question, yes, it does eventually sink in. Um, I think if you're using pure zinc, it's it's just notoriously more white, but it does sink in after a while. Um I don't give a fuck is ultimately my um, attitude. Like in the past when I've uh, snapped about wearing my sunscreen, it's either been around my house or like maybe Home Depot at worst. Um, So I guess I don't really care about looking good at Home Depot. Um, So are you not supposed to like rub it until it fades away? It is, but you're just supposed to use so much like – a, a pea size, a quarter size, that's not enough. You need a full-blown tablespoon of SPF on your face every day. And don't forget your neck, decollete, and back of your hands, honey. Yeah. Don't oh, forget your hands the for neck sure. cream, the neck, honey. Your hands for sure, because yeah. you can have a bunch of face work done, but Those your hands, hands will, will give show away your age. The, remember Demi Moore's hands? Yep. I'm about to put them that on famous, right now. That's famous photography picture. But uh, yeah, I uh, it is very important. Get the back of your ears too, you guys. Um, yeah, I just think it's the most important thing, especially living in Southern California. I think that the shit that you expose yourself, even when you're just walking in the mailbox, is really like sometimes I go out for my coffee run and I think like, oh, NVD, I'm going on my coffee run. And then I get home and I can see my freckles have darkened. And that's not just like a psychosis thing. Like I can actually see that my freckles have darkened in the five minutes that I was out of the house with that sunscreen. I really want to start wearing like um, Asian lady driving gloves. Yeah. Because I can feel the age in my arms. Like I feel them aging in the sun. Because we're just right there on the wheel all the time. I want to get like prom, satin prom gloves. And uh, than when I drive. I'm still two days away from like not being 20 in my 20s anymore. But I will say like, don't think that because you're in your 20s, you don't have to worry about no, that. You start should be starting now, it right now. now. I wish I would have started early. Start now. And 50 at least every day on your face. Every my mom day. started telling me this shit at 16. I wouldn't say I started really listening until I was about 27. I mean, the SPF I got better about, but let's face it. We want to be tan when we're young. We oh, think I used to fry myself in the tanning bed every day in oh, high school. Completely. Yeah. And, and, 
and now that I look back on it, I can't even think about entering a tanning booth like that. And I mean, oh God, no! I mean, I'm like a geisha at this point. I the sun doesn't touch me. Yeah, my skin is white. So what do you use? I'm not too happy with my current one. I was using Obagi, which my girls at Laser Away, what's up, Laser Away, uh, convinced me to buy because it's like SPF 55. But then there's that whole plus plus thing. Right. You know, and so I have one right now that I'm not too happy with, but I do love my Kiehl's BB cream SPF 50 every day. Um, it's my I favorite BB cream of all of them. It's, it's fi- a tinted moisturizer. Yeah, but it's I, fantastic. Should I go get that I today? I love it so much. Okay. I've tried a hundred BB creams. Will they color match you there? Like, do they do a good job of I that? I mean, they have a light, a medium, and a dark. Okay. But it kind of finds you, you know, it kind of, it, it's, it, I love it. I love the light formula. Um, but yeah, I'm still, there's this one that I have screen capped from a YouTube, a Korean girl YouTube video, and I'm buying that as soon as I run out of mine because I, I want one with two pluses after it. Uh-huh. This one, yours doesn't have any pluses. It has no pluses. And I mean, this is like a full body just situation. Right. Like I just put this on everywhere before I That's leave. That's smart. I should get one of those. And Yeah, I mean, I figure a gallon of it just for the summer. It's like I push this on my friends before we leave the house for an outing. I'm like, does everyone have their sunscreen? Um, this is also really good to be able to transfer into travel sizes. I'm trying to get really good at decay canting, but I don't have the filter for it. I like read that part of the book. I didn't read the book, but I read the part of the book that talked all about decanting and the importance of getting labels out of your life. Ooh, I don't that know organization that. book that everyone read. Oh, like, the the one where you like throw out everything that doesn't bring you joy. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I haven't it's done that a, yet. I'm the too scared. art of tidying up or something. I'm yeah. scared of it. And one of the many things they said in there, which is like, I can say well, as soon as I read it, I felt relief because I didn't, I realized as soon as I read it, oh, I've been doing this my whole life. Like, Looking at this label right now is taking up mental space for me. And like when I live in a world, like when I first moved out here and and there wasn't any stuff here, I was so at peace because I was just in empty nature and it was so beautiful. I have so many labels. Really, really great. I have so many labels. So I want to start decanting into little containers so that I have a little a bit more of a neat situation around, but uh, it's daunting. My friend Meredith is like the most organized person I know. Like to, it's on crack. Um, she was like decanting is really hard. I tried, so I have to get a funnel system in place or something. I also want to say on the fancy end because it sounds like if you you're not allowed to you're not afraid to throw down a little bit of money on this. Shishido makes a fifty an SPF fifty sunscreen that they sell at Sephora and it's purse sized. And as soon as I bought it, (gasps) Shishido has a store in Koreatown. Amazing, I right? Go. I've never been in there. I'll go with you. I used to go there back in the day when I lived I there. I want a crazy Korean lady SPF 50 plus plus. Yeah. That doesn't, because I can't have this Neutrogena, this Helioplex makes my face get little white bumps. So many sunscreens are bad for my face. Like they give me bad bumps. For me, I use um, Origins, oh. uh, Dr. Wild version. It's called Mega Bright SPF 30. See, you got to have 50 every day though, I heard. Yeah. See, this is 50 plus. Yeah. Yeah. See, we got to get those pluses on that so face. So you got to do that. I'll, I'll go with you and get some plus. And I also want to check out this Kiehl's situation. I love it Because I need so a much. BB cream that's, I was tinted moisturizer girl forever. And then I was listening to that crack horse Stassi Schroeder, <laughs> my best friend Stassi. I was listening to her podcast and she said that, she said the best foundation ever is the Makeup Forever HD foundation. And so I went out and I bought it. 
And once you go HD, you can't go back. Like, I can't go back. Like, anytime I look. And it's like $78 a bottle. It's like $78 yeah. a bottle. But also, like, you will never find freedom or clearness in your skin the way you do when you do that HD And I'm shit. in between 117 and 118. So mm-hmm. I have to buy two, two. bottles. In mix. That yeah. is the one where, like, if it fo- if you don't put it in right, it photographs weird. It makes you kind of look like you have a ghost face. No. Oh, I think like that's HD just makeup. the bad. You just need to get color matched better. Yeah. Like I said, 117 is a little too light for me. 118 is a little too dark for me. Because there are pictures of celebrities that, like, it basically looks yeah. like they've done cocaine. Because, yeah. like, it, ha- it wasn't, like, that's the light set, That's setting powder, too. Yeah. Like, HD setting powder is one of, like... How where are we on setting powder versus spray? I think that I, I have, just got my first setting spray. And what do and you think of the spray? I actually haven't used it yet. I've been watching a lot of Jeffree Star YouTube tutorials okay. and I'm like all about that now. And so I bought the Urban Decay one. So I haven't even tried it yet. That's how not cool I am. Jeffree Star hated his Kylie lip kit. Yeah, well, why? Of course he would. He has his own lipsticks. Well, no, his brush came and it looked like buck wild. Like it looked like <gasps> it was, I know. Well, she, she, the first round she redid the brushes, they were too big. The horror stories that I've read about this cut, like one girl got her lip kit in the mail and it was empty except for the foam. <gasps> it didn't even have the little card in it. Oh my God, I loved mine. Um, There's also been reports of like, UPS drivers or like USPS drivers like going into the lip kits, trying them and then putting <gasps> them back. Ew! Whoa, whoa, whoa. I know. People are monsters. It comes back to the leaving the cart. What separates the us lot. between animals not dipping into each other's fucking it's Kylie disgusting. lip kits on the clock? That, USPS. God, like you have one job. You have one job. That Thank happened you. to me once when I ordered my sidekick too. This ages me. My psychic too. I waited for the so UPS you were driver. My psychic too, like my psychic. Oh, my as sidekick. Well? My T-Mobile okay. sidekick. It was this. It was either the I two or the three. I loved sidekick. it, and I waited for the UPS driver. And when I got it, I opened the box, and it had been sliced open, and no psychic was inside. And Fuck like that. T-Mobile believed me, but like it was a whole thing. Yeah, and they ended up finding whoever stole it from the code on the the barcode because they could. When you steal a phone, you get found now. Especially back then. That was like devastating. Oh, I was so mad because I was like bragging about my new sidekick was coming in the mail. And then also it's like getting a new cell phone back then was so, it was such a big deal because cell phones were rarefied to begin with. This was before iPhones existed, believe it or not. Oh yeah, no. I mean, we we all lived in LA. Today is my 10 year LA anniversary. Happy Annie. Mine was in May. It's on celebration. Lindsay Lohan's 30th birthday. (gasps) Oh, Oh, happy 30th birthday. Did her billionaire fiance throw her that party in Mykonos? Apparently he rented the whole island. (laughs) Oh my God. That is heaven. Yeah, I, I'm always on Team Lohan. I feel like our generation Me should too. be. Yeah, I know. There's something like seriously destroyed within you if you don't have secret yeah. faith that Lindsay. But when, I want I want her to be the star of the movie I wrote to be her big comeback. I would love that for you. It's about do- being a dog walker and dating celebrities that you walk their dogs. When we had Lindsay on Two Broke I think she's going to have like a Drew Barrymore moment like where she comes back and like becomes a director. But I like think when? she needs to have a kid first. But like when? She needs to have a kid first. There needs to be a life-changing moment that Lindsay hasn't had yet. Now, when she came on Two Broke Girls, it was interesting because she was, it was reported that she was really bad. Like, she was bad on set. She didn't know her lines. She didn't blah, blah, blah. The reality of it is, is that Lindsay knew all of her lines. It was no different than any other multi-cam taping where people kind of flub up in the middle or we run in a new joke and they don't have it right away the first take. Um, that I mean, she was so much better than most of our guest stars. 
one thing is, is that like, yeah, like she exact, like exactly as planned, like the first day. I mean, we were like, I know my boss was very, very clear with her people. Like if Lindsay doesn't hit every mark, like she's out, like we're not doing favors for her because she's Lindsay Lohan. Like if the behavior that we've been told exists about her starts to appear, she's out. Um, But sure enough, her plane was delayed in New York. She wasn't going to make it to the table read. So in order to make it, she wanted to make it so bad. She chartered a private jet and got flown out. She showed up about three hours after the table read. I mean, she really did everything she could to be there on time. She was jet lagged. She was tired. Like maybe one day was a little bit late to rehearsal, but she was by far had the most fame out of anyone we'd ever had on the show at that point, had the most uh, like toxic history, had the most things working against her. And also, you know, she's just not surrounded by good people. Like, I think she's doing a little bit better now, but like for years, like that really affects a person. You don't have anyone in your life who's pushing for it's you. It's so crazy how many people surround themselves with just enablers. Yeah. I mean, look at Michael Jackson. Yeah. Look at Amy Winehouse. Look at all these is sad stories. But they the- needed me to be like, bitch, get your shit together, honey. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I mean, like, you know, when you're already laying in bed, tempted to not go to work and your friend says, ah, let's order room service right. instead. Like you need, no, you need friends around you that are going to be about you. When you're I would in a situation be such like a like, loyal, good celebrity best friend. You would be, but you know what? You are a like you are a star, so I don't see. I guess you as I a just best need friend. to find my best. The that the person. Uh, busy Phillips here, Michelle Williams. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's uh. So that sunscreen important. <laughs> sunscreen is really important. Lindsay Lohan's important. You are important. There's not abortions in your lotion. Tell your boyfriend to fucking read a book. Like, that's really upsetting to me that he said that to you. I think he probably means the baby penis foreskins. Yeah. Uh, He probably somehow misconstrued that. But he needs to stop propagating that information. Like, that is harmful information. Like, if if he's... That's that's one person misspoke, and now there's people saying there's abortions in lotion, when in reality there's full foreskins that are up for grabs by parents who did not abort their children. Right. They're alive. They're doing fine. And they're Jewish. Yes. Well, not necessarily. Probably. Uh, no. Um, Americans. They, <laughs> they want. North American. It's or, less trendy now. Thomas yeah, Ravenel on Southern Charm did not. This, why, I know this a may lot be of why people. she doesn't know. I know a lot of people who chose not to. I yeah. know someone who's like husband is for it, but they're not for it because they think it's barbaric. Yeah. Yeah. We're the only country that does it in the world. Really? Yeah, no. honey. Not, what about Israel? Oh, I don't know about that. I just mean like <laughs> well, out of the Jewish religion. A medical, yeah, yeah, yeah. As like if you a go standard. to England and pull drop trow on oh, ten yeah. men, they're all going to be uncut. If yep. you go to any other country, it's like <laughs> yeah, we're and, the only ones who do it. You know, I mean, I, I do the the arguments make sense to me. It it can't. It is a form of genital mutilation. Like it is taking away a choice from a person. You and I were talking about downstairs, just like how guilty we. Felt when we took away our dog's ability yeah. to have children. I just, I feel like I didn't even let her tell me what she wanted. I just made the decision for her. Right. And it's a really big decision to take from someone. Yeah. Um, just like ultimately, it's best, it's best for the right. dogs and general. for sure. Yeah. Oh but, yeah, because Ellie just passed that law. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, you well, can't. Malls and I considered briefly breeding our dogs. Yeah. Because Wag and stuff was unaltered, and my dog was unspayed. What it, would you? What would be like the combo name? Oh, I don't know. But I mean, they just wagon chew stuff. They're just both so gorgeous, you know? Like, wagon stuff is such a handsome chihuahua. Like, his just features are so beautiful. And Chrissy's so, like, they were little and sweet. Cute little babies. Um, But then we would have 
kept them all like no. psychopaths. I know. We didn't even know anyone in our lot, let alone us. We didn't know people in our lives who were in a position to take right. on a dog back well, then. Plus, I, would, I wouldn't <laughs> want that. I would like want to go over there every day and make sure the dog was okay. Exactly. I would have had to end up keeping them all. You would have been such a good dog grandma. Yeah, I know. And I feel sometimes I wonder about that. Like, oh, Prissy would have been such a good mom. Maybe if you guys move someday, like if you are very successful and can have a, a place in another part of the country. Well, I want to get her a kitten and let her raise it. That's cute. But I just don't want to deal with cats, you know. They the walk litter in box, their own shit. The yeah. litter box is a lot. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'm not going to pull one. a Paris Hilton and have 75 animals living in my house. I love that you love her snappy. Including ferrets, which are illegal. Wait, we both had the same realization <laughs> and you vocalize it and it's the best. Paris Hilton only listens to music from when she was famous. I really think that she doesn't understand that it's 2016. No. I think in her head, it's still 2005. Wait, like what? Like, love don't cost a thing. Like, little John. What? Like, she just like. Uh, she she also, to. I've heard her play Stars Are Blind twice now. Yeah. Twice she's sang to it and looked in the camera. And, and she, it. like, first of all, she's an international, like, DJ now. But she has, so I've gotten really into her bedding. Like, she. Oh, it's the worst. Did I show you the picture? Of, yeah, you okay. sent it to me, that pillow. So she has these heart pillows on her bed that say Paris. And you're like, hmm, I wonder what the deal is with these pillows. And you, like, you slide in a little bit more. And it says Paris Hilton. And then underneath in small letters, clothing collection. So, like, basically, Paris Hilton is wearing, like, has, like, free swag pillows that, like, they give away to people who didn't make it in time for the autograph signing. Like, she has cheap, flammable pillows from her clothing line They were on probably shot out of a cannon into a crowd of Korean children. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that they made right. in the factory earlier that day. <laughs> so, it's, like, kind of, like, it's kind of appalling just because it's, like, I want Paris to have pillows that say her own name on them, but I want her to be not tacky enough that they're not Free. Her bedroom looks like Forever 21, 2004. Like yes. when you walk into it, the colors, the textures, the fabrics. Like a spoiled, like the spoiled only girl in a family of five boys from an upper middle class city in the Midwest. You know what I mean? Like her bedroom's just like blown it's out girly. So, and and I'm, I'm not a big fan of any of her colors and her <sighs> whole house. I'm like, honey, you're gone for three months in Ibiza doing DJ jobs. Get a fucking decorator while you're gone. And you love pink. I do, but like, I'm. It's fuzzy. It, it's fuzzy, like I said, hot. Pink. I texted you. I said Kmart would have rejected that line. No. They would have said this isn't up to our standards. <laughs> like, right. It's, it's so not. cheap. It looks like if you threw a mat, like a match in her room, like the entire mansion would burn down within seconds. Like oh, everything yeah. looks Easily. flammable. So what you're saying is Paris Hilton is basic as fuck. She's basic as. I fuck. mean, I just think she is living in a false reality. Yeah, guys. Luann was right. Money don't buy you class. It does oh, it not. sure does not, honey. It does not. Actually, yeah, I can't. I keep the. I kept thinking about that element of it too. Like the Richard sisters, like came in like a wrecking ball to that Hilton family legacy. Like Kim, Kyle, and uh, Kathy are so messy, and like Kathy is by far like the oldest, the most regal of sorts. But, like, there's so much messiness between those Richard sisters. Like, of course those are their heirs. Like, Nikki on the high end with the Rothschild heir and, like, whatever else. And then on the other end of it, we have Paris. Like, I don't even think Paris is getting any inheritance anymore, right? Didn't they, like, cut her off and say you're probably. Oh, my God. Did you see the snap a few weeks ago at Nikki Hilton's baby shower? No. Okay, so Nikki Hilton was having a baby shower, and Paris was snapping the whole thing. And basically, like, she would open a gift, and everyone would go, oh, and she'd go, that's a sack. 
And like, <laughs> you could tell that everyone in the room hated her and like thought she was annoying and like oh my weird. Because they were like, oh my God, Nikki's so cute. Oh my God, that's sick. You know, like, <laughs> and it was just like, everyone's like, shut up, Paris. Stop being weird. Like, it's just so funny. Like, her baby voice is so weird to me i know it is so weird especially because she's stunted that's not her real voice like no. she switches back to the real voice i'm telling sometimes. you we saw you fuck on camera honey yeah you're trying to fool you're not a baby you're a grown woman we were i was saying like she has been in prison yeah like we like and we've forgotten that and we all have for like kind of just like let like oh it's just paris hilton but you're like this is a woman that did hard time for over 40 days like I want to see her face. Like I want somebody to walk up to her and be like, "Hey, Kim Kardashian is the most famous woman in the world." Like I want to see her face when you say that because Kim Kardashian used to clean her closet for her. Yeah, that was her job. Yeah, and that's look how at Kim how got it is started. Reversed. Mm-hmm. Look at how the world has reversed. Do you know that clip? That's like some all about Eve bullshit. It's Hell no, yeah, one hundred percent. There's Hell this yeah. amazing clip of I think it's Tara Reid, and it's uh, Kim and. And uh, Paris, arm in arm, walking into the Roosevelt, walking into Teddy's. And Tara Reed is outside and she hasn't been able to get in yet. Oh, and Tara so looks at them and she goes, hi, guys. And they look at her and like, ha, 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 And they go in. And like two weeks earlier, Paris and Tara had been really good friends. I'm telling you. And like, it was just like, you watched Kim get that come up. You watched Kim look at her and cackle and be like, that has been. Because you know. Tara's not from money. Tara's no. not and like she made some missteps. Oh, missteps! Those the bad tit job from the strip mall surgeon. And when you think like she started out as like Bunny Bukowski, like or Bunny Lebowski, who's but who's Bukowski? A writer? Yes. <laughs> Bunny Lebowski, like that is crazy that she went from being Bunny Lebowski, who could have had anything in the world, as unknown, who was cast in this breakout role, and then she did what she did. It's really sad. I mean, if we could gather anything from this famous fleeting. So, like, don't make that your goal. I think at this point, like, I just want to create comfortably. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's what I want. I I want to create comfortably. The Kardashians are going to be famous forever. Like, I don't see Kim ever not being famous. Oh, no way. Thank you for bringing this back because I wanted, I texted Jackie about this. One of my snappy people this week sent me a snap that was like, I was talking about OJ and Kim and the family and, um, Someone snapped at me and said, I think that America's sliding door moment would have been if OJ had killed himself in Kim's bedroom. And Christina thinks, no, they would have gotten famous faster. But I think that that would have taken a psychological toll on them. Well, I heard that it was really Chloe's room. I know. I heard that, too. But, like, still, wouldn't that have had an – if Uncle OJ – like, if they all came home and Uncle OJ's brains were blown out on the floor, like, do you think she would have followed on that path? Um, or would it have no difference? I think, uh, yeah, I think it would have completely changed everything. You do? Oh, yeah. See, it's like the butterfly effect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, who knows? She'd probably be a fucking, probably cured cancer or some scientist now. Okay. So, A, like, uh, Chris and, God, what's his name? With the Robert? Oh, yeah. So, A, Chris and Robert were already separated. So, yeah. that was his house, and that was the kid's bedroom in his house. So, like... I don't know if that was her, like Kim's. That's true. Kim Chloe's primary childhood that's bedroom. True, that's true. True, so but that's it like was the their reason. father's best friend that they called uncle. Yes, that's true. But I just think that these people are like power hungry and fame hungry, and they always have been. And yeah. I don't see them like. I think it's deeper. I think there's a government conspiracy. You do. You think I, this is I some ISIS such, shit? I have some major Kardashian conspiracy theories. What do you think? I just think that somehow 
at some point the government got involved in them and said, like, we're going to make these people control the world and slowly get everyone used to seeing the, this as normal and this as ideal, like the whole face changing. I mean, go go down the street, go to Earth Cafe on Melrose. Every girl looks like Kim Kardashian. They all look like Kylie Jenner. Their butts they all are look shaped like Kylie differently Jenner. now. Even me, like, I never wanted lip filler. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, man, I might look good with that. I'm not going to get it. But, like, I never wanted it until Kylie. She makes it's working. Lip kits pop, but that's why we have the lip kit. It's working against. It's we all talk shit about them and make fun of them, but we all no never stop talking about them. It worked. We're part of the problem. You're right. It could be a government thing. I mean, it could be some sort of bigger conspiracy. I think it's aliens. Like aliens are going to arrive and they're going to have huge asses and huge lips and be short and have all these makeup because they do make their face look like aliens with all their makeup and their fillers and shit. It's like they're getting us used to seeing this as normal. And then when they land, it's like we're not going to be expecting it. I have this whole theory. Kim could be. Like like, like it was it's popular now in some cultures to have big lips, but there are people who have always had big lips. No, but I think that what She's like, referring like, that's the thing that to, me is like, but it's I've cultural appropriation. Figure. I've always had big ass, right? right. But that's never, that's been, never been in a... style, and right. right now it's very in in, in, in mainstream style. Right. It's cultural and it appropriation. Was back in the day, too, Marilyn Monroe was also a full figured woman. People don't think of her as that, but she was a full figured woman. I think that what it's saying, I think there is something that my my sister has like a bubble butt. I think bodies are born differently now. And I think that with what the Kardashians body is on target with is, is something that this is like the future of evolution. More bodies are going to look like that in the future. They are are fake, but we're becoming that. Like, it's like how they breed dogs to look cuter and cuter. Right. And then like, it's, it's fake, but But then it becomes reality. Like who's deciding that? God, us, the government. Like how your earlobes become smaller over the time. The government is involved in this takeover. It's, it takes a long time for that kind of like evolutionary development. I just think we're going faster. The pattern's getting smaller. You know what I mean? Well, we'll all be dead in 100 years from pollution anyway. So like. Oh, 100 years. Honey, I'm thinking like 20. That's why it's like, why even have a kid? I yeah. think it's selfish to have a kid. Honestly, I do a little because bit. Because your kid's going to choke. Yeah. It's sad, but that's just how it. So you're not having kids. I mean, I kind of think about it, but I'm just like the idea of my kid going, eh, mom, is sad to me. Day, yeah. Like, and I don't think they're going to make it. Yeah. I mean, first this of all, there's dark. no water. <laughs> this is getting really dark. Yes, guys. it's dark. Everybody so go vegan. Sunscreen. Everybody go vegan. We're but sunscreen. I do think that there's a really good chance that the Kardashians are shapeshifters. I do feel like they would be the perfect vessels and aliens do saying. use government <laughs> and pop I'm culture. Saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They were like, okay, we're going to have you fuck Brandy's brother on tape. This is the seed we're planting. Because the thing and that then- really blew my mind with Kim when, it, when I was oscillating about whether or not she could possibly be the person she could have been this like sliding doors America for a moment for America. I realized that like when Kim was pregnant for the first time, I was afraid she wouldn't be able to love it. Like, because I don't like, I don't know if Kim loves anything outside of herself. And like my first concern was like, who's going to love this baby between Kim and Kanye? Who's going to love this kid? Um, and it does seem like they really love them. But I when I when I was posed this question, I kind of went to this place where I was like, well, for a person devoid of emotion, like how much would it mean if your Uncle OJ shot himself in right. your dad's house? Right. You know? But I don't know. I don't know. Chloe is the sensitive girl. They could all be held at her hands. I think Courtney actually has a lot of heart, but she's like very guarded about it. 
Oh, Courtney for sure. Yeah. But Chloe's like the love. Like Chloe is really the love of If the I had to hang out with one of them, I would pick Chloe easily. Yeah. Oh yeah, for but sure. But like I feel see, we're talking about them. <laughs> this, this is what I'm talking about. Okay. Chloe's okay. the best Kardashian. Good night. Which is your favorite? Well, I think, like I said, I would rather hang out with Chloe, but like keeping it real wise, I think Courtney hasn't had anything done, as far as I can tell. No. Yeah. And Kendall is, hasn't had anything done. I watch very closely. Kendall hasn't, no. She's she's way too young and right. so doesn't well, need Kylie's any Well, Kylie's even it. younger and she can't even move her face. Well, yeah. That but, girl has so much Botox, she can't even move her face. When she laughs, nothing moves. It was always hard because you could just tell even when they were like 10-year-olds. Like, what kind of Kendall monster would so inject much a child with that shit? Uh, the kind that has... Gave Kim but again, an love her lip kits and I love her snaps. Oh. I'm part of the problem. <laughs> All right, next call. <laughs> hey, I am actually just calling because I was watching an almost expired snap from Molly and just like a glimpse of Shia's face just appeared to me in her face. It was amazing. I love both of them. Truly spiritual for me and um <laughs> i just wanted to let you know have a have an amazing day my name is jordan okay um so this is a little disturbing jackie are you low-key secretly attracted to me because i look like shia LaBeouf? i mean i'll be dead honest am i attracted to you yes do you look like shia no Sorry, honey. I, I think don't Jordan's like shoes Shia were LaBeouf. laced too tight. Yeah, that's a little bit of a please if I throw back. Her shoes were on and they were on pretty tight. Yeah. In other news, I'll be writing the fan fiction for this. <laughs> All right. um, I would love to read that. Um, that's so interesting. I've never gotten Shia LaBeouf. You know, you should do that face, the, the snap filter where you put the face on and you see. You know what? Maybe I have done. Do you remember those celebrity what do you look like uh-huh. things back in the day? I used to get Bjork a lot. Which is oh. weird because she's Icelandic and I believe Asian. Yeah. Uh, but and you I have big blue eyes. Yeah. But so I've gotten her before. I forgot the other one I got, like a Sophia Bush or something. I would get a couple I, guys every once in a while. But I, I think I got them. a Shia once, maybe. <gasps> but I don't think oh that's my God. right. I maybe really I don't see it at all. But I got I've, a lot of Asian men. But I've also never seen him in person, you know? That's a full lie. Haven't you? You've seen him in person. No. Just like have. walking by or something? No. I Every time I'm in Sherman Oaks, I like camp out at his favorite locales. I was just at Lemonade the other day, like for hours. Like Mendocino maybe he's Farms, in. baby. Mendocino That's where Farms. I saw him. And I know which grocery store he goes to. He goes to the Gelson's. Yeah. You know, I do my best. But at this point, like to be honest, I haven't Googled Chaya in over a month probably because I'm about to get married. He missed his window. <laughs> you know, it didn't work out. So I've given up on that dream. Can I tell a story I love about yeah. how at your engagement party, I like made you do that video for the please advise Instagram saying that like you're off the market, LOL. And then like you came up to me like right before we left from like, hey, just so you know, like I still would leave shy. I still would leave Adam yeah. for shy. Like it was like off the record. I mean, if I was like, let's just say right now I walked out of here. I'm in Glendale. I turn the corner. I maybe will get a juice. I mean, shy walks in and we hit eyes and like mm. the moment happens. I think Adam would understand. Yeah, I do. You know what I mean? He's a really nice guy. But like I said, I'm not going to stink up divorce. Like I, I made a vow. I'm sticking to it. 
I don't I'm quit, you know? You. So if Shia comes the next week, it's too late. Can I be real? Yeah. I can't even imagine a scenario in which you and Adam get divorced. No, I really can't. I can't either. I mean, some, you know, I would hope not because sometimes it, trauma can cause things, but I hope trauma, that won't yeah. happen. It would, be, it would be some sort of horrific, unforeseen trauma, but anything in my graspable imagination, I, I'm like, no, they'd work that out. Well, I mean, that's why I really advise to just wait, be with a person for five years before you get married. Because yeah. even a year, year and a half, you still don't know that person. Things happen. Yeah. Things come out. Move in <laughs> with them, and then you really see them. Yeah. You so really see them then. I've always been adverse to moving in before engagement, especially at this point in my life, because I'm kind of like 32. I don't want to kick anyone out of my house. Right. I also don't want to move for anyone. I really anyone. just feel like it's you have to, though, because it changes everything. When you're we, like... In we that fought. I slept on the couch. One night I came in and I go, I sold all my furniture for you. I can't believe this. Like, you fucking ruined my life. But it worked out. Oh, okay, so how did you wind up sleeping on the couch? Not because, him. like, I was so mad I didn't, like, want to be near him. But you're trapped. What were you mad about? I don't remember. Stupid shit. Yeah. It's all stupid shit. This will be good to know for our audience because I think when you fight in relationships, you freak out that it's going to be the end. Yeah. I, one well, line when you're a child of abandonment, which a lot of us are, right. Shia included. One line I really, I did not relate to Trainwreck like, as a whole, but there was one line in Trainwreck that I really related to, which is when she's like, well, we're, we had a fight, so it's over, right? Yeah. And like that was, that was me for years. Like yeah. I remember the first time Derek and I got in a fight and I was like, well, I mean, we got in a fight. Like, this is really bad. Like, this is the worst thing that could happen. We fought. And he was like, we just fought. It's fine. And I was like, what is that? What? what? You can get over these things? Like, I didn't realize that. I have something similar. Like, I come from a, I don't come from a, my parents have been married for, oh, they just had it's their glorious. wedding anniversary. It's actually. her beautiful. parents' their wedding anniversary was on June 28th. That's beautiful. They've been together for 35, they've been married for 34 years, but oh they've been God. together for like 38 years. Oh his dad woke up from a surgery and wanted his mom to play, her mom to play with uh, his balls. Yeah. You oh, know? Yeah. So romantic. And <laughs> that's all he wanted. Um, they lived a block away from each other growing up. Uh, yeah, and they actually got together. Dance club at a disco, you guys. It's so cute. Yeah, I'll tell that story someday. We should repost that thing that you. Yeah, my mom will come at the pot at some point because she's a pisser. So yeah, she's amazing. Um, but yeah, no, um, my parents have been together forever and I still worry, like, I never feel like I'm in with people. Right. You know what I mean? Where it's like, you can say anything, anything can happen and yeah. it's okay. Yeah. Like I never have that secure feeling even with, even with you. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, oh, this is it. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I'm just yeah, like, so it, I, I don't know if it's like, it isn't necessarily that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just hard out there. It's just hard out there to be a human and not be insecure and not have struggles and Yeah. I, I had a friend say, look at me once in a fight. Sorry. I had a friend look at me in a fight and was like, is this it? Like, we're done? And I looked at her and I go, you ew. wish. And I walked away. See, that is, that's manipulation. <laughs> that know. is deep, dirty manipulation. You wish. Was that friend an addict? <laughs> that friend was a product of addicts, yeah. That's why. I'm yeah. telling you, those people are manipulative. Yeah, manipulative. Yeah, is that it? You wish. What were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, like, I've been thinking a lot about People keep asking me, like, why is Adam the one or why do you know he is? And it just comes down to, like, the simplest thing, which is, like, you should never be afraid of your partner. They should make you feel safe. Mm -hmm. You should never be with a person who makes you feel like shit. You should be the person that makes you feel wonderful and better. Mm -hmm. And that's it. If, if you're with a person who you don't like being around or makes you feel bad or, like, scares you or upsets you, they're not the person. Yeah. And... 
it, unfortunately, we've all been in relationships that are like that. Yeah. And I feel like just <laughs> you learn from those mistakes and you can't repeat the patterns and let somebody treat you like that. Yeah. That's it. God, that's so great, Jack. But it's so hard to do. It's so easy, but it's so hard. It's hard because we it's all hard to have hold out shit. For. Yeah, and just being clear with each other and telling what you want and how you feel honestly is so hard to do. Yeah, that's everything. Um, well, yes, Quines. Quines. Okay, you guys, that was episode ninety nine. <laughs> oh my god, that's uh, so cool. Please advise Jackie Johnson. Thank you so much for being back, Christina. Oh my god, I can't believe we've been doing it. I for don't this even long. like know what to do. I don't know. Uh, we've done ninety nine of something. I know that's the thing. It's not even just like oh, we made it this far. It's just like no, we've stuck with it. Ninety nine. I hope you have somebody really big for the hundred, and we well, haven't killed each other. You're gonna be invited back for the. I know we haven't killed each yeah. other. Fuck, you're gonna we, be on your honeymoon i think when we do our 100th episode (sighs) but what we're gonna do is we're gonna have a little bit of a party here we're gonna invite over like 10 of our favorites i don't have a honeymoon booked so most likely that oh you haven't booked it yet we're out of money man oh that's true i just bought new furniture like okay so is the honey fun just because you have a honey fund which is a cool thing that people if you don't know about it you can basically like donate packages and things for your honeymoon how is that all just staying in a savings account well no as soon as it gets money in it we're gonna book a honeymoon Okay. There just hasn't. Is that been the last? People aren't thinking to do that for you guys? I mean, I've, I, there better be some gifts at that wedding because I've been hoping like every day when I go to the door, there'll be a gift or something. They're not. So hope, hopefully everyone will just bring me money. Okay. That would be like my ideal. That's how we do in Brooklyn. Like, yeah. That's the Italian thing, right? With the envelope. <laughs> yeah. 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 Money, honey, money. Someone told me like, oh, it's tacky to bring money to a wedding. And I was like, that's the only gift I've seen at Brooklyn weddings. It's not the most like thoughtful, but to me, it's like, you can't deny cash. It is the most thoughtful because if there's anything two people but to start their lives need, it's some money. I'm telling you, like, I'm trying to get a honeymoon and we've spent all the money on our furniture and Adam got a 4K TV and it's like, talk about get a 4k tv and you will see some shit like the kardashians you can see the powder on their face it like ruins every human for you um but we're like you know we're upgrading our life we need some money well i'm excited for you guys you're going to europe yeah we haven't booked it yet i want to like get fucked up in amsterdam like you know i want to do like that kind of shit i saw a sex show in amsterdam i don't want to do that it's fun christina saw a woman put a banana in her vagina and then she watched a man eat it out of her vagina that was the audience participation wait took the peel off or just raw dogged it i can't remember how do you not remember i i i wasn't that close to the stage like like, the audience could lean up and bite the banana out of her vagina no no jack you're vegan how does that not align (laughs) is pussy not vegan i mean it depends on her diet (laughs) it depends on her diet Okay. Well, on that note, that was episode 99 of Please Advise. Jackie, um, so if you are in town, we're doing our 100th episode. We're going to have a bunch of people over. We're going to answer one question each, and there's going to be an ambient moment in the background. But um, yeah, thank you so much for being here. It wouldn't have been the same without you. I really want to say I'm so grateful for all the Malls fans that have crossed over and supported me all these years. And it means so much to me to be here for my third time for show 99. So just thanks to everybody. Thank you for all your snap DMs, (laughs) the support. We got to do something like SNL does for the five timers club. Oh, really? Yeah, I could get a robe or something. That would be fabulous. Actually, we should do that. Let's go to Things Remembered and buy flasks and get like um, monograms flasks. That's dope. I love that. Or for you, like a container for your weed gummies. Oh, yeah. Like, like a little, a little like pill jar. box or something. Yeah, that would be perfect. They call me Weedy Wonka. Do they? 
Because I always got them weed candies. Honey. Honey, yes. Um, well, thank you so much for being here, Jackie. People can find you on Twitter at Jackie underscore Michelle with one L. They can find you on Snapchat where? It's Jackie Michelle J. And Listen, my name's Jackie Johnson. Everything's fucking taken. It's just the story of my life. Yeah. Everything's of, wonky and nothing matches. Our like most famous weather girl has your name. Yes. And everyone should know Jackie did a day where she went on the news and switched places with Jackie Johnson. Yeah. And then the oh, news that's awesome. You haven't seen it? No, I haven't I'll seen send it. You the we'll post that that day. That's that going to be. On the Channel 5, right? Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. She's amazing and she's vegan. Um, <laughs> Christina is at Hey K Lopez on uh, Snapchat. She's Christina Lopez on Twitter. B, what's your Snapchat name? B Nugs, B Nugs is oh, sitting in. Oh, I see in. you. I B-E-E. see your name. Nugs. Um, yeah, I'm right. apparently the most technologically technologically advanced Christina Lopez because I was able to lock all my Christina Lopez. You're so down. smart. I'm very proud of you. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much for being here, you guys. We love you. Subscribe on iTunes and make sure to call us 323-450-7408. Have a blessed week. Bye. 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 Ha, ha, ha.